it's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, and uh, and uh, somewhere in California. I'm not sure where. Uh, no, it's only 9 a.m. in California. And this is news that you can use for Tuesday, Boxing Day, December 26th. And I understand I'm grainy as can be, and I apologize for that. I'm about to check my speed, so take it over for a second there, handsome. Pops, what's the point of checking your speed, man? It's not your internet. You upgraded to a new internet, and it's working worse. And I think when you check the speed, it's going to make you even grainier. Just embrace it. Embrace it, man. And just watch the playback after the show, because you look you look special. <laughs> Uh, I kind of feel special. Um, yeah. Yeah, buddy. That's I don't know what to do. Um, you go back to your other internet. What? Oh, my gosh. Go back to your other internet. Go back to... Uh, you think? It looks right, fine here's now. Uh, here's the deal, folks. You ready? You yes. Good? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm great. It's the best time to buy a car. It's the last week of the year. I'm sick. His internet doesn't work, but we needed to get the message out there. It's the best time of 2023 to buy a car. Can you kick us off that? Share some stories. What's the end it's, of the year like at the dealership? It's it's the final push. It, it is it is as if um, your your wife or partner is having a baby and you're saying, push, push, push. You can do this. Breathe. And, and out pops a car deal. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but it, it's literally the final push for the year for sales. And and today, um, today at a dealership, it'll start a little slow first thing in the morning, and then it'll pick up as the day goes on, and it'll get hectic, and it'll get absolutely crazy uh, during the course of the day. And then that will continue through New Year's Eve. Um, I can tell you that that I remember one New Year's Eve, I called my general manager, probably, I don't know, it was around 10, 1030, to let him know where we had finished up. Um, you know, and and let, let's just say your mother wasn't thrilled because I was still at the dealership on New Year's Eve at 10 or 1030 at night. Wow, um, really? Well, you know, because I'm a car guy. I have to be there to close car deals. Um, you know, uh, it is oh we lost him he looks he looks good maybe we'll use that for future future titles or thumbnails excuse me oh man well i think what my pops was going to say is that at this time of year this is where you got to get all the car deals before your end of year numbers hopefully he'll come back in just a second and we can dig into that a little bit. Y'all know me by now. Um, you know that I want to dig into the data. And so I'll pull that up on the screen while my dad is most likely cursing while he can't hear us. So what we've been looking at over the past few weeks is the latest data on vehicle inventory. And so we have an incredible amount of new cars sitting on dealer lots. And this is what's going to add to that fever of trying to get deals done before the end of the year. And now, if, if you don't mind, I'll go three across real quick. The Zach in between dad sandwich. Go for it, pops. <laughs> Go for what? Am I back? <laughs> um, I, I don't. I, I don't know what happened to me. Um, I, I I I can just tell you that inventory has been building up, and dealerships 
have goals to hit and manufacturers have goals to hit. And they're all, how grainy am I? Uh, am I like grain alcohol at this point? Uh, no, I just love that I'm sandwiched between two of you. No, why'd you get rid of the other one? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't touch a thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can, can I say one thing? What's that, Bob? Be, before I disappear again, can, can I just take a moment to thank everybody for, um, for last Friday? You know, we, we joked when we did the, when we, when we did the fundraiser for uh, Mass General, you know, originally we said, okay, we, we'd like to hit $3,000. And then we said, okay, five. And Brandon was going, oh, let's do 10. And then it was 50. Well, last I checked, we closed it out at $10,205. That went to Mass General uh, in mom's memory. So can I just take a moment to thank everybody who who participated, who donated, who became a part of something that well meant the world to you and I, and, and that went to a good cause. So thank you for that. And now, what were you saying about the, are there car deals or something? <laughs> yeah, so you were talking about how when you were, and I agree, thank you, everyone. When you were working, you'd, you'd be out there late night, and I was just pulling up while you froze that. I was pulling up the latest data talking about how new car inventory is building back up and is the highest it's been in years so really we're setting the stage here <laughs> we're setting the stage here for what is the best time in a long time to actually go out and purchase that vehicle i'd like to talk a little bit about tactics let's talk a little bit about tactics if i yeah. want to get a car deal done before the end of the year dad do i still have time like can i can i get it done today should i be calling yes. the dealership should i be emailing yeah, no What's absolutely you have time if, if they have if they have the vehicle you want in stock okay and this is not the time of year where you go in and you're going to argue with them and negotiate with them to place an order for a vehicle that they're going to be able to deliver in, in 12 weeks. They're not excited about that. You need to pick a car that's in inventory. Um, as we used to like to say, it's in inventory and available for immediate delivery and threaten to buy that car. Um, even if it might not have everything you want or it might might not be exactly the color you want. Um, and the dealerships, most dealerships, I you know, I can't speak for all dealerships, but most dealerships are going to be motivated to move the unit. And they're going to be motivated to move the unit for several reasons. One, there's manufacturer goals. Two, there's dealership sales goals. Three, there's salespeople's sales goals for the year. Everybody wants to hit their goal. Also, typically, you have the largest incentives of the year, both consumer incentives, customer incentives, and dealership incentives from the manufacturers at this time of the year, which encourages dealers to be able to take shorter deals than they normally would have. And I can just tell you from experience that the last week of the year, just to keep momentum going, just to say, gee, we did 15 car deals today, and uh, yesterday we only did 10, and you, you, you give stuff away. You, you, you don't say no to anything, okay? If it is remotely reasonable at most dealerships, they're going to say yes. 
Now, once they hit their goals, eh, okay, maybe things might change. But they get into a frenzy. Everybody, the customer gets into a frenzy. The dealership gets into a frenzy. And it just carries on. It, I, I can't, I don't know how to explain it other than it just gets wild and goofy and crazy. And, and you say yes to things you might not normally say yes to. So later on today, Deb, we're going to be uh, driving here in, in Central California, and I'm going to actually stop by the local Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealership, because when we look at the data, which I'm going to tie mm -hmm. this back to your points here, when we look at the data, there are different manufacturers that have more inventory on their dealer lots than others. We know that those that have the most inventory, those over here to the right with the numbers above 100, for example, those are dealers that have more vehicles than they're able to sell. And Chrysler, yes. Dodge, Jeep, and Ram are, are the brands that have the most inventory. The whole world knows that. And I'm going to go by the local dealership while they're open. I'm going to see if I can talk to them. I know they're probably going to be busy, so they won't be able to have a conversation with me. But I'm going to do a little reconnaissance to see, you know, how motivated are they to sell mm -hmm. these cars? Because to your point, we did 10 yesterday. We got to do 15 today. If I'm the dealership that's got, we talked to one of our dealer partners, Dad. They had six months worth of inventory on the ground. They don't want <laughs> They don't want six months worth of inventory. They want to move on from these things. So they're going to look at that. And, and even if they hit their goals, man, they're probably going to be, you know, continue to be aggressive just so they can get rid of it and move on. And so I think if you're a consumer and you can be strategic in that way, jump on it. You know, like if, if a dealership's got a lot of inventory, go make a deal. Like that's the opportunity. With carrying costs for inventory today and, and, you know, floor plan, for most dealers is probably somewhere between six and 8%. That adds up to a lot of money, especially if you're sitting on a six month supply of cars and, 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 and you have like a three year supply of customers for those six months supply of cars. It is, it is just the, the you have to look at that inventory and you, you have to realize as a dealership, a dealership manager, that January and February are the two slowest months of the year. What you don't sell in December, more than likely, 90% of that stuff is still going to be there in March, which means you're going to pay another month of floor plan interest in January and another month of floor plan interest in February. And and meanwhile, you're still going to be getting some more cars in unless you've start, started to turn down allocations. Um, so it is, there's there's nothing that that can motivate you more as a dealer than knowing if you don't make that deal between now and typically it's January 2nd, because that's when, when the programs are run to. If you don't make that deal between now and January 2nd, and then you're staring at January and February, those are some pretty lean months, A, for the dealership, and B, for the salespeople. So ev trust me, everybody is pushing to make every deal possible over the next five or six days. They just do you think that, Do you think yeah. because January and February are slow, that we actually will see a continuation of deal making in those months. Like, could there be a, a counter argument here, which is don't get in, don't get caught up in the hubbub of end of year car deals. Wait till it slows down in January and February and take advantage of, you know, because 
the point would be, the argument would be, this chart's not going to look that different in January, February. Jeep's not going to sell all their vehicles before. No, no but but <laughs> the, but the difference is, is is that the manufacturer could pull back on its incentive spend in January and February, and typically they, they do. Okay, um, first quarter incentive spend is probably the smallest incentive spend of the year. So um, I, I, you know, will the dealer themselves be more motivated? The dealer could be, but if there are incentives missing from the manufacturer, the dealer can't make up the difference between what they would normally be willing to do um, and, 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 added on what the manufacturer was willing to do on top of that. So yeah, there could be, and maybe just maybe, um, you know, the CDJR dealers will convince Stellantis that they need to up their game even in, in January, because I know from you talking to the dealer partners that, you know, they're, they're not very pleased with, Stellantis's stance at the moment about how much they want to sub, uh, incentivize the vehicles that are sitting. Definitely. I want to just pull this up from KK Life Coach. What is incentive spend? That would be the money from the manufacturer spent to, to subsidize the purchase of their yes. vehicles. That goes up to its highest level here at the end of the year. And so while dealers may be more likely to negotiate in February because they haven't seen a customer in three weeks or whatever the number yes. is, you know, a salesperson hasn't added up in a week, um, maybe they'll be more likely to negotiate. Will that counteract the amount that the manufacturer was willing to underwrite? You know, the 0% APR, for example, or 1.9, 0.9, or the $5,000, you know, cash here, $1,000 cash there. Likely not, because the amount of money that the manufacturer is spending is through the roof, you know, to try and move these yeah. things. We've talked about it on this channel. It's not only the manufacturer, it's also the regional ad groups, uh, co-ops that, that are put together sort of by the manufacturer. So you have like co-op groups that spend money at this time of year. The dealer spends money. The manufacturer spends money. To Igor's point, I mean, he's helped five family members buy cars just this December. Just go, go, go negotiate aggressively. I, I generally agree with, with, uh, with, your, with Igor here. This is the time of day, you know, to uh, the time of year, excuse me, to be out there and go negotiate. If you're disinterested, and doing the whole negotiation, we obviously have back at CarEdge.com our pre-negotiated Mazda deals. So you know, there's an option there. But I mean, if, just go go negotiate. These dealers need to move these vehicles. And you know, when when we talk about incentive spend, what you have to realize is pre-COVID, uh, typically incentives from the manufacturers made up about ten and a half to eleven percent of the transaction price. Of, of a vehicle purchase. And then it slipped down to about 2%. And today it's about five and a half percent and moving upwards. What, what I was amazed is I sent you an article today about EVs and EVs, the amount of incentives on EVs is like 8.6%. Still not selling as rapidly as they would like, but that when we talk incentives, that's what we're talking about. The percentage of the transaction price that is actually covered by the manufacturer. Here's the chart that you were just talking about. The blue line shows you the percent 
of the average transaction price paid for by the manufacturer. That's the easiest interpretation. That's the incentive yeah. spend. The orange line is the average transaction price for a new car. And so you can see, to my father's point, we zoom in here. It used to be this point over here, come to the, to the uh, axis on the right. Near 11% of what you were paying for was subsidized by the manufacturer. And those manufacturers still make between 5 and 10% net profit. So holy yeah. hell, it's a lot of profit in these cars for the manufacturer. That plummeted while new car prices rose all the way down to, what's the bottom here, 2%? Yeah, half percent, and it's more than doubled all the way back up to 5.2 percent. All brands are different, powertrains are different. To your point around EVs, for example, there's a lot of subsidizing happening with the legacy automakers on that front to try and move those, especially with federal tax incentives being gone for many of them next year. So, there are opportunities to leverage the manufacturer dollars. This can create some confusion for customers, though, Dad. Dealer puts in front of you an out-the-door worksheet. If you're unfamiliar with the word out-the-door, go Google search car edge space out-the-door. It's the biggest, most important concept you need to understand buying a car. They might put an out-the-door price in front of you and say, hey, look, we saved you $1,000. Well, that $1,000 might just be a manufacturer incentive. You know, What's the dealer discount and what's the manufacturer incentive is a sentence you should feel super confident repeating over and over again. When, when, you, when you are negotiating an out-the-door price, okay, the first thing you want to do is let's talk about how much you as the dealership are going to discount the vehicle before applying any manufacturer customer rebates. So you, you want to, I mean, manufacturer customer rebates don't cost the dealership a dime. So if that's all they give you, they're still making the full profit margin in the vehicle. Now, I'm not here to suggest that dealers aren't entitled to make a profit. They are, okay? They should make a profit. And I'm not saying, you know, we've had this conversation before. Did you want to be a big potato, a medium-sized potato, potato, or a small potato when it comes to the type of deal? Not every deal can be a small potato deal. You need to get the dealer to discount the product before you apply any manufacturer incentives to that price. 100%. Folks, we have deal school, 100% free, caredge.com slash deal school, one word. It'll take you right there. It's free. Go, please spend some time and review that. Dad, can we flip to our favorite segment of the show? We'll, we'll bounce around here for a second, but let's go to our favorite segment of the show. Really? You gotta be kidding me. All right, here we go, folks. The, we've been talking about it, right? There's a, an influx of inventory in the new car market. My dad has shared some stories in prior videos and streams where he's talked about creative ways to sell cars. Here's a new one, Dad. Let me pull it up right here. 58 cars <laughs> damaged in fire at Denton County Automobile Auction Facility. Front loaders from All American Towing helped move vehicles and create a fire break along the line of vehicles parked in the lot. That is wow. inventory growth. We got to get creative with transacting it. 58 cars totaled, man. That's a uh, hell of a way. To that, is, metal. That, is, that is one way to sell a, a, a poop ton of cars. Um, of course, the insurance company um, isn't going isn't gonna to be as thrilled. Um, and they're probably, you know, they might not necessarily hit the floor the dealer had in mind <laughs> when it came to what they were hoping to sell that vehicle at the auction for. 
uh, but they're pretty much going to have to settle on whatever it is that the insurance company is willing to give them. Um, that, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty unique way of getting rid of them. Did they, did it say in the thing, the fire sale? Exactly. Did it say anything? What caused the fire? I, we don't have specifics on what caused the fire. I do think it's fascinating that they created a line of cars to be the fire break. That's <laughs> yes. really, no, that's kind of ingenious. That's how firefighting worked before there was like firefighting. Um, yeah. You gotta like, you know, create a, create a, uh, create a break. But it is, we've talked about it. Um, there was another story earlier, maybe a month or so ago, a runaway truck ran into what was it? A dozen vehicles on a dealership yeah. lot. All those yeah. cars got totaled. It, we, we talk about it tongue in cheek. Fortunately, no one got hurt in that fire and no one got hurt in that runaway truck incident. It is an interesting way to move on some, you know, some inventory that they, they are sold cars, even though they got totaled. Been there, done that, seen it happen on the lots that I've worked in. You know, I, I shared the story um, at, at our at our Buick uh, GMC um, Suzuki store where um, the, 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 the son of a local used car dealer stole a running Linwood City police car and then drove around town, drove to West Atlantic City, drove onto, onto our Buick GMC Suzuki lot, and played and played demolition derby, um, hit a couple dozen cars before he then drove across the street and uh, and set it ablaze. Brand new police car, um, and and yeah, we had to have a scratch and dent sale, um, <laughs> and sometimes it was like a major scratch and dent. Um, yeah, and some of them got totaled. It, it was, but either way, we had a pretty strong month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that was a great month. All right, let's <laughs> let's jump here to one more story, and then we will head to the chat. Dad, we also have this is like a really got to be kidding me, but it's also yeah. you know, really uh, really unfortunate. Let's pull this up here. Cummins to pay record one point six seven five billion dollar penalty over an engine emission defeat devices in Ram trucks. Nine hundred sixty thousand twenty thirteen to twenty twenty three Ram twenty five hundred and thirty five hundred pickups involved in this nearly a two billion dollar penalty for an engine emission defeat device yuck uh yeah it's it this is a cummins uh, version of the vw diesel gate um it is it, it, it's just amazing how just about every manufacturer when they came out with their clean diesels um and their clean diesel technology uh, it was all bogus. <laughs> it was all BS. It was, it was, uh, you know, for the EPA, we're going to show one thing and then for real life, uh, well, that's not going to work. So they, they had defeat systems built into it so that you didn't have to, you, you didn't have to, to cut the emissions the way you needed to. Um, and just about, I mean, BMW got caught up in it, uh, Mercedes got caught up in it, Audi, VW, Porsche, um, and and then Cummins. It is just, it just, it just seemed that every one of the manufacturers made a choice. We could either do the right thing or we could do the wrong thing, and we'll just pay a big ass fine, uh, you know, after ten years of doing the wrong thing. That's what they've all done doesn't come as too much of a shock seems like that happens across all industries yes. i will remind everyone and then we'll come in, come to the chat here in just a second caredge.com all of our free resources are up here at the top under resources 
community, deal school, dealer reviews, our podcasts, the guides, the cheat sheets, the strategy card. We got more data. Our shop is not free, but that's where you can get some if it's taxable, it's negotiable merch. And then we can help you buy a car, sell or trade in a vehicle. Our protection plans, extended warranties. We are running our uh, end of year promotion, $200 off the price when you get a quote, when you go to check out. Tools like the Car Edge Report, Black Book, our out-the-door price calculator, and our services, Car Edge Concierge. We are starting to ramp that back up for the new year. Car Edge Consult, Data Coach. Consult will be back in January as well. And if you are in the Southeast United States and purchasing a Mazda, please get it through Car Edge or at least consider it. Just go to caredge.com, scroll down here, and click on View and, Inventory. And may I clear something up for somebody? Because I saw a comment, and the, the comment was, well, that can't really be below invoice. That's just below MSRP. Um, no, that was below invoice. That was MSRP. Here, let me yeah. do it this way. MSRP, invoice, <clears throat> below invoice pricing. Okay. Let's explain, let's explain how they make money. So how did we convince a dealer group to give $500 off of invoice on 2024 Mazdas and $1,000 off of invoice on 2023s? Number one, they have a dock fee. So they still make money on their dock fee. Right? Yeah. So I'm working on that. I'm working on getting rid of the dock fees for Car Edge customers, but that's one area where they make money. Under the line monies, hold back, advertising assistance, floor plan assistance. They make money there. You know, I don't know the exact amount, but it's got to be... I don't know, maybe like a percent or two of the of the uh, of the car, something like that. What's what's holdback usually, Dad? Well, holdback in a lot of cases is two two and a half percent of base MSRP. Um, floor plan assistance, ad assistance, you know, a percent here, a percent there. The next thing you know, uh, you know, you're four or five percent, um, you know, in below the line money. So so even there, they're yes, they're making. So money. they're making money on dock fee, and they're making money. Below the below the line, so they're still making money. Period. Like that's what it is. So it, you yeah. can sell below invoice and you can still make money. It's still also a very viable option. Let's come here, Dad, and let's go to the chat for a few moments. Snow Mobies, Snow Mobies, Snow Snowman. Hmm. Do you think inventory will be even higher, and there will be more money to move the cars? Uh, I think this is talking about next year, Dad. Do you think inventory will be even higher and be more aggressive next year? Um, well, th- th- I, we have heard rumors that that they continue to expect inventories to grow even closer to three million uh, on hand on a monthly basis, which is probably six hundred thousand units more than what manufacturers would like. So if that happens and we don't see any relief from the Fed in interest rates until later in 2024, um, then, uh, yeah, probably in the spring, you will see manufacturers come out with, and it's called trunk money. Uh, there'll be there'll be more incentives. Um, my guess is you probably won't see any major incentives until March at the earliest. Will there still be some incentives in January and February? Yes, they tend to be lower than what they had been in December. Um, and then they tend to pick up again in spring selling season. Yeah. I would imagine, though, Dad, by December of next year, this situation is honestly more dire is what I'm thinking for the industry. I think next year is going to be a year of reckoning. But anyway, we can we can save that for a follow-on video. We've got from David here. Morgan Auto Group told the five CDJR dealers in our area, do whatever you need to move inventory even if you have to lose money. I think that is brilliant 
Absolutely brilliant. Again, we talked to a dealer partner, their floor plan interest from the past 30 days for their CDJR dealership, $400,000. And they've got six to eight months of inventory on hand. Why wouldn't? I mean, every every thousand dollars you lose selling one of them is now money that you're not caught up in floor plan. Like it 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 sucks for the dealer, but holy hell, what other choice do you have? It's it it is the car business in a nutshell. And David, I hope you had a uh, I hope you had a very merry Christmas. Um. Yeah, it's absolutely should, you, the car business. Back to how it used it to be. It is. It's it's just. You know, not every deal's a winner. <laughs> and and inventory dictates that. If you have too little of it and your demand is still good, then you know that dealers will add five thousand, ten thousand, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars in additional dealer markup. If your inventory levels are way too high and your demand is way itty bitty too low, well. The only way you can get rid of it is you have to lower the price enough to get somebody to finally say yes to it. I, you know, I've, I've told this story a million times. Our our area manager for the Penske Automotive Group um, in Scottsdale when I was there used to say, if the customer hasn't said yes yet, it's because you haven't lowered the price enough yet. You keep lowering the price until they say yes. And that's that's the car business in a nutshell. If if you're sitting on inventory that nobody wants, well, you have to create a want for it. How do you do that? You price it so inexpensively that people will say, well, even though I don't really want it, that is such an incredibly good deal. I'll go out of my comfort zone knowing I don't need it, but I'll buy it anyway. Yeah, man. The legacy auto industry is going back to its roots right now, which is, oh, sh- oh crap. We got to lower yes. our prices to get things moving. It's just how it's always always worked and how it, I think, yeah. in the future for these companies. Well, a couple more comments here in the chat and then we will wrap up for today's show. KK wants to know, do dealerships make money on loan and leases? Absolutely. Yes. We've indirect lending. There's a, a finance reserve or a spread. KK, I encourage you, again, go to caredge.com slash deal school. Is it better to pay cash? I'll let you tackle that in a second, Dad. And what's a better way to go in negotiating? Actually, KK, please, KK Life Coach, please go watch Deal School. That is like we've got a whole chapter on uh, you know financing versus paying cash, things like that. We we believe uh, for now and the foreseeable future that cash is king. And what I mean by that is, you know, banks are tightening their lending guidelines, so there there could be people who want to buy something that literally will not be able to get approved by the bank to do it. Now, a cash buyer, that's not an issue. Typically, you don't want to you don't want to let them know that you're paying cash until after you've agreed to a selling price, after you've agreed to your out the door price. And then you can break it to them gently, uh, and you might break it to them gently in in the finance manager's office uh, that that you'll just be paying cash for the vehicle, but cash is king right now. You know that deal's going to get done. You're not convinced that some of the other deals are going to get done. I will say the counter argument to that, Dad, is that when you're already now as a dealer making less gross profit on the car being sold, you want to know that there's financing in there so that you can maybe make the $250 flat from the bank or, you know what I mean? So it's like there is a counter. This is not um, uh, uh, 
you know, what's what's the word? We're not painting with that broad broad of a brush. Like every it's situation might go in place. Yes. Yeah, it's not etched in stone. Yeah. Like you could find yourself in a situation where you actually tell the dealership, hey, I know you're not making a lot of money selling me this car. I'll finance with you so you can make some money on the back end, but don't play with me on the front end here. Like give me, you know what I mean? Like that could be another angle and, and it also could work just as well. Again, caredge.com slash deal school. It is 100% free. Please go use it. We've got here dad from Taker. Thank, Thank you for the contribution you, Taker. Does Chrysler need a CEO being a one vehicle brand? Cut the employee payroll and save money. You guys think Chrysler will survive as a brand? I've got material questions about Stellantis. And then I was looking at some of their financials. They sell 6 million cars a year internationally. And they have the highest profit margin per vehicle sold at nearly 12%. They're smarter than us somehow. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're going in the, into the dumpster fire. They sell 6 million cars, which is up there. One of the biggest in the, in the, in the world. And they make the most money per vehicle sold. So... Um... What are you saying? I, I don't think they're they're going anywhere. I, I I think I think Stellantis is the parent company has the wherewithal um, to keep CDJR alive and well for the long term. I don't get it, but I think yeah, I think you're probably right. And then we got from Justin here. Really appreciate the education. Thank you to everyone that tunes in over on Facebook. By the way, just search for Car Edge over there. It saved me thousands of dollars. On my last two purchases, a few highlights you taught me were time in the lot, buy rate, and non-taxable fees are 100% negotiable. Thanks, CarEdge. Remember, folks, if it is taxable, then it is negotiable. If the government charges $18 to do registration, you're not going to be able to negotiate that one. Obviously, your sales tax, you can't negotiate, but everything else is entirely fair game. And then to add, we've got from Test Account Exec, you don't look sick. Are you faking it? Thank you for the compliment. I feel great. I just have a lingering cough, which evidently, Dad, I'm so glad you are holed up by yourself in your apartment. There is a like a, um, a respiratory, it's not, it's not COVID, but a respiratory yeah. infection going around. RSV. And I feel great. I feel great. I ran um, six and a half miles yesterday, then went on a seven mile hike. I feel awesome. I just can't, can't, I can't stop coughing. It's really annoying, man. I, I would think it is. And you, and you, you severely trimmed your beard. I did. Yeah. It is, it is a shell of its former self. <laughs> trying to look younger, man. Trying to look younger. Again, folks, this is like, this is our, uh, our Christmas is the last week of the year. All right. This is the busy time for us. This is where our team is going above and beyond to help folks as much as we possibly can. Please go check out caredge.com, one word, caredge.com, and just click on the various pages. And, 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 and again, all of the free resources, we strategically put them all up under resources. Okay. So you don't have to look for them. You don't have to buy our services. You don't have to get our help with things. Just use the resources. At a minimum, use the resources. And like I said earlier, Dad, um, yep, we'll do that in just a second. Again, thank you to everyone that tunes in over on Facebook. I am going to stop by a dealership either this afternoon or first thing in the morning um, in, in where we're going in California because I just want to do some reconnaissance. So I'm going to go do some of that. I've got the GoPros with me, so hopefully I can get some footage and uh, and we'll have that to talk about tomorrow. But yes, what's your what's your uh, what's your take on this? Dad? Um, uh, Mazda, CX thirty, CX five, CX fifty, uh, good bang for your buck. Um, if you want an even cheaper one, uh, Trax, the Chevy Trax. Uh, a lot of people complain about that because it's a, a trailblazer. The trailblazer. So yeah, there, there there's a there's a number out there, a number of good vehicles. But uh, you know, I I am 
for whatever reason, particularly fond of Mazda, I think they make a great vehicle and offer tremendous value for money. Completely agree with my dad. Again, caredge.com. Scroll down. You can see the Mazdas that we have available in the Southeast. Pops, I'm glad your internet stabilized. Godspeed trying to figure that one out. I love you very much. I'm going to go get packed so we can go on this drive. And uh, I look forward to seeing everyone tomorrow. This was fun. Thanks, everybody, for being here. We'll be back here again tomorrow at noon Eastern and obviously 9 Pacific time uh, because we're in two different time zones for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.